What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Bobby Mason Audio Experience. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me, personally. Also, a big shout-out to Educating Entrepreneurs. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, this podcast is created for all of you because, you know what, the world of entrepreneurship is seriously viewed as this glitzy, heroic career with all these guaranteed pathways to riches and success when, just to be completely honest, you don't just snap your finger and bang, have the mansion, have the travels, have all the pretty ladies. That's just not how it works. So in the Bobby Mason audio experience, we actually have real entrepreneurs on the show. I'm personally a serial entrepreneur after starting 15 companies. And essentially this entire show is just about entrepreneurship and sharing our entrepreneurial stories, our life lessons, our success methods, and lastly, really being honest about our royal F-ups. So thank you so much for listening. You guys can find this podcast anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You know, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good things. So without further ado, let's get to the show. Thank you so much again, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, it's Thursday and we're all doing our best to stay entertained during this lockdown, this quarantine, hanging out at home, not living our normal life, but it's okay. We're a ways in and life is changing, but we're okay. We're okay. We're hanging in. We're enjoying life. It's all right. That was a lot of just repeating myself because I really don't know what to say about this quarantine at the moment. And it's tough when you just sit here and talk by yourself. I guess I've been spending a lot of alone time recently. Yes, I get to see my wife, which is great, but I'm kind of a uh, social butterfly, I suppose, from some standpoints. I do a lot of work with consulting, which means I have a lot of in-person work, a lot of interactions with others, which is, I'm missing that. I'm definitely missing that, but that's okay. Anyways, trying to brighten your day. So... I figured I'd keep answering some questions that I get every once in a while that I actually find kind of interesting. So the first question I'm going to cover today, and I've gotten this a couple of times. I've had people ask, Bobby, why do you live in Minnesota if you always preach about doing what you're passionate about, going after whatever you want? Why don't you live somewhere else if you always complain about the winter weather? Good question. Good question. I do always say pursue anything your heart desires, if it's moral, obviously, but pursue it and live out those dreams. And you know, my dream would actually be to live in Carmel, California. Now, Carmel, California, for all you guys that don't know where that is, it is right next to Pebble Beach, beautiful golf course. And I have to say, it is one of my favorite places in the entire world. I have gone there many, many times since I was a kid. My wife and I have been married for hmm, two and a half years now. And out of those two and a half years, we've spent uh, about two and a half months there. And uh, we just love traveling there. We go there once a year. This year, we actually went there for 30 three days. And the experience of living that life was amazing. 
but the thing is I went there for a month and vacationed. I did not work. So I'm sure that would change things, but I just love it because the ocean is freaking gorgeous. The white sand beaches are amazing. And you go right down highway one, beautiful, 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 just state. And it's just, there's national parks, there's state parks. Everything's amazing there. I love it. If you haven't gone, you should go. And to follow up on the question about why don't you just pursue it and do it? Number one, it's really, really freaking expensive. So what I mean by that is, you know, I live in Minnesota. So a 1200, or I should say an 1800 square foot house in Minnesota, if it was done up as nice as the houses in Carmel, would probably be about $400,000. All right. And you probably get like a half of acre with that. In Carmel, you have roughly a, hmm, let's see, 3,000 square foot lot, three to 5,000. So not an acre, not a half acre, not even a tenth of an acre. And your house would be 1,800 square feet. And it would cost ooh, three to $7 million, depending on where it is there in the city. So the house expensive. That's number one. Number two, I do not believe just because of the price of something, you should make that, uh, you should eliminate that from becoming a reality. So I guess that's not a good excuse. So the price is not the issue. Should figure that out. It's just, if you want it, you can get it. You can work hard enough to do it. Second reason why I'm not currently living in Carmel, and really this is the big reason, is family. I truly believe if I really wanted to, could figure out how to work from there. Honestly, I'd probably work better because I'm only roughly an hour and a half from Silicon Valley and the innovation around there would be amazing. I'd probably just jaunt up to San Jose every morning to work and that would be great because I'd be in a tech hub and that would be super exciting. But really, it's family. If my family didn't live here in Minnesota, yeah or I should say my family and my wife's family. My wife and I probably wouldn't live here. We'd probably be down in Carmel. But our families do live here. And we're blessed. We are freaking blessed to have awesome friends here. We're blessed to have parents that we love to death. We're really super close with our siblings. So you start to weigh the pros and cons. And it's like, yeah, you know, externally, I would really enjoy that. And kind of selfishly, I'd really like to do that. But at the same time, it's like, I want to be here for the family that has done so much for me to this point in my life. And, you know, if later on in life, everyone's set and ready to go and they don't really need to be all together, well, maybe we'll move down there for six months out of the year and have people come down every month. Who knows? But at the moment, it's all family. I am not choosing not to live in Carmel because I'm afraid of big dreams. Uh, at the moment, it's just, you got to love family and you got to be around them because even now, I mean, you think about this pandemic, I can't imagine if I was in California alone with Ashley right now. And for all you guys that don't know, Ashley's my wife. It'd be pretty sad not being able to see them forever based on travel and not knowing exactly what's going on with them and them not knowing what's going on with us. That'd just be a real bummer. And I think it's a blessing even now at the stay at home 
I mean, we're meeting up with family to go for walks, right? And we don't, don't worry, we don't come in contact, we socially distance, but it's just nice to be able to even go outside and talk to each other from a distance and actually make real contact. Oh, then again, we're not touching each other, so it's not real contact, but something's different about talking face-to-face than over the phone. So that's a reason, that's why I'm here in Minnesota, and that is a decent, actually a pretty good question. I think I saw another one that I liked. And uh, let's see, what are you absolutely determined to do? Good question. Everyone has dreams. Everyone has goals. Everyone's aspiring to do something. Me personally, I guess I don't really know yet. Now, I do know for the most part, like, yes, I want to be one of the best startup consultants in the country. I really do. I want to learn as much as I possibly can about startups and how to successfully help startups grow at the very early stages. And I'm not talking startups in the range of a million to $5 million. I'm talking startups that are literally in stage one, trying to decide if they should be an entrepreneur or not. And that's tough. And that's risky because all of a sudden you're working with people that don't have much money. And they're high risk because they've never done entrepreneurship before. They're likely not going to succeed their first, second, or third time. And you're investing a lot of time into them. So I want to figure out how to make that a sustainable model. And I don't know how that is going to be sustainable yet. It doesn't seem as if me consulting one-on-one is going to work at this moment because it's just too many people. They need too much help. And it's just really risky. I could put 10, 20 hours into a company every single week. And they could fail in a month, they could fail in two months. And that's okay. But it's just tough if you have nine out of 10 of your companies failing. So I want to figure out how to do that. And I think I'm doing it through these courses. I think it gives me a real opportunity to try to teach them as much as I can about the step-by-step process you should follow as an entrepreneur. And it's just a matter of getting that out there, building it the right way and completing it, completing the entire roadmap. Because I don't believe it helps them if I just start at the beginning and stop. Like they need to know what they should be doing pre-idea to actually getting to a million dollar business. And there needs to be a very succinct, very tangible Uh, steps that they can follow. So that's what I want to do. I also really, really determined to own. mm, I've done the math. And I'm sorry if this makes some people go, Oh, you want so much money. No, I don't. I just want a very sustainable lifestyle. And I want to do it through different avenues. So I would really and I'm really determined to own. uh, Ideally, According to the math, I would ideally like to own $15 million in real estate by the age of 35. So that gives me 10 years or nine years coming on eight. And um, I I need to, I really want to do that because from a sustainable standpoint, essentially I'd have all of those pieces of real estate paid off by the age of 55. And if I had $15 million in properties, I'm probably getting legitimately here in Minnesota, if they're commercial, I'm probably getting roughly 10-ish thousand dollars a month. Um, Yeah. 
after expenses, I'd probably be getting like seven ish thousand dollars a month in my pocket. And if I had roughly 15 properties, oh, sorry, that would be $7,000 in my pocket every month per million dollar property. That was really confusing way to do it. So I guess if I do the actual math on $15 million in real estate, looking at about $100,000 a month and no, by all means, no, no, no. I do not need 1.2 million coming in every month. I mean, it'll be nice, but it's more just a matter of if I could do that, the real goal would be to take that money and do more stuff for people. So my wife and I, we really want to help people beyond ourselves, which means we're pretty determined to figure out how to build these big dreams, these big goals, these big companies, and then take a lot of that revenue, take a lot of that profit, not revenue. That wouldn't make sense. Take a lot of that profit and roll it over into, you know, third world countries, building schools, stuff of that nature. And that, that gets us pretty darn excited. That's actually kind of what helps us work harder and harder every day. So that's what I'm actually absolutely determined to do. I'm determined to become a well-known startup consultant. I am uh, determined to do quite a bit of real estate. And yes, we're, we're currently on the journey. So let's keep it up, focus, fun. But those are really the two things. And I think I'm going to answer these questions quite a bit because now that I'm actually talking about them, it gives me something to think about which is super nice. And I hope you guys somewhat enjoy it too, because, well, I don't know. It's just, it's unique to get in my own head and get it out in words. So thank you for being that sounding board for me. Thank you for listening. I think, let me think here. I think over the next week, we'll start adding some guests. I need to get some of my buddies back on the show because I love talking to them and they make me think through a lot of stuff. So hopefully I can get Brandon and Joey on the show together and we can talk through some things and that will be a longer podcast. We talk a long time and I hope to get my good friend Brady on the show again because well, we just talk forever. So, and it's, it's pretty solid content because we're on two sides of the country and we really dive into a bunch of different things. So hopefully that's coming your way. And uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. I hope you're surviving the lockdown and I will uh, talk to you tomorrow. Bye guys. <laughs>